What up, what up, what up? Peace. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. My I'm, name is Sonny Teray. And I'm my to G. And we are so happy to have y'all listening once again. Now, before we get started, we're going to have Aki welcome the people. Then we're going to get started on a great episode. Go ahead, Aki. Well, as usual, you know, people, thank you for coming back and spending your time with us and uh, getting some of this heat. Um, as normal, like, share, subscribe, um, leave a comment, something like that. You know what I'm saying? We take all of that and we, we try to look at that and make sure, you know what I'm saying, we... Uh, can possibly give some feedback or maybe even take some ideas into consideration if you got something that maybe can help us out but um everything's breezy here you know we coming into the fall season now weather's starting to change on us so you know we're gonna have to get ready to put on more heat mm-hmm. that's all that mean but what we gonna get into today i keep uh big the big topic for today we're gonna the, the whole episode is gonna be international focus Aki. you know and uh, the big topic we're going to talk about is going to be uh, what's going down in Haiti. Yeah. As far as the UN uh, Security Council's recent vote, trying to send some Kenyans up there, down there for the gang problem. Yeah. And the whole government issues that's going on. We're going to get into all that. But before that, Aki, we got to talk about what popped off, popped off over the weekend uh, over there in Palestine. I would say Israel, but y'all can't see me make air quotes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we know... What Zionism is, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and you know the so-called state of Israel, you know, being so-called invaded by the people that <laughs> really who got their houses jacked, who got their homes jacked, the Palestinians. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's all over the news right now, and really, we just wanted to say and bring it up to say we wishing the Palestinians well, you know, on their struggle against imperialism, against colonialism. And uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I gotta say about. It. I mean, I'm gonna say it like this: I, I I support those sentiments. You know, this has been a long struggle, a long battle with them. Um, they are the original people of that land. Um, speaking of the Palestinian people, I do acknowledge Israel as invaders to that land. Um, they it was a colonial project with other colonial projects that was being taken upon. Um. In the um, world at that time, matter of fact, it's one of those colonial projects that was set up by colonial powers. Mm-hmm. So they they made another people a colonizer mm-hmm. to some extent. But either way, you know what I'm saying? That Palestinian struggle has been going on for a long time. And that could give you a good example of what a true embodiment of a revolution is when it continues for generations. Because uh, Hamas has been around for a long time. We know Western imperialism would be much weaker if it didn't have a power base in the Middle East. Yeah. The premier power base of Western imperialism in the Middle East is Israel. Mm-hmm. That's why so much U.S. money flows there. Yeah. We know Israel, outside of this recent Ukraine-Russia uh, conflict, Israel is the biggest recipient of U.S. foreign aid. Yeah. And it's been that way for decades. Yeah. And we know what is the U.S. propping up? It's uh, it's imperial interest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and we know how many resources over there in that area. When you think about Saudi Arabia, when you think about Iran, when you think about all, all them spots over there. Mm-hmm. So, we know what it is. And shout out to the Palestinian people. We know y'all in a rough spot right now with yeah. uh, you know, Israel's vicious response. But we know that also that y'all righteous in what y'all do, and y'all. 
this attack was not provoked by the Palestinians. Yeah. You know, uh, I, recently you, the Israel had been firing rockets and stuff at them. And plus, they stole their, they stole their crib. Yeah. That that's the ultimate forever. Yeah. Provocation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Me in my house. You steal my crib. It don't matter how long you got it. I can come get it a hundred years from now. I ain't stealing it from you though. Yeah. I'm getting my shit back. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what hear. I'm I hear that, man. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, man. You know, big up to you know what I'm saying the Palestinians and their response. You know, uh, this was. This considered to be one of the most coordinated attacks that they've done in a long time. And uh biggest, yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, when we sleeping, we thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's real. Now, last thing on this, uh, a lot of people ha- have put out the possibility that uh Netanyahu and the Mossad, Mossad is the Israeli intelligence organization, mm-hmm. that they've where they intentionally let this happen, you know, so they can, so th- to give them the opportunity to come down harder on the Gaza Strip on Palestinians. Mm. You know, I don't know how true that is, but uh, definitely we know Netanyahu welcomes this moment. Yeah. You know, as far as a chance to kill and further repress Palestinian people. And, you know, I don't think that the war hawks in Israel ever planned to go back to how things were. And yeah. we know how things were was horrible for the Palestinians. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I don't know where it goes from here. But, you know, what we're hoping for and, you know, looking forward to is, you know, free Palestine shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what I'm saying? Um, inshallah, it happened for mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? But on to the next shindig. Um, we're going to get into this Haiti situation you know what i'm saying so if people have been paying attention to the news recently you know what i'm saying uh it's been a lot of talks around the u.n u.s government and some things about going down there and bringing military intervention into haiti right now right now haiti is a, a shit show um shit show not of his own hand but a shit show made by outside force um currently uh, gangs pretty much compo- control the majority of the capital, Port-au-Prince. Um, we also got a, a corrupt, uh, how can we say, neo-colonial bourgeoisie controlling class in place. Um, we also got corrupt law enforcement in place. And it's a real shit show down there right now. So... Now you got these uh, conversations about sending a Kenyan-backed uh, UN force down there into um, Haiti, but also the United States guaranteeing or claiming to dedicate $100 million, you know, to the situation. And all these conversations is going on in Haiti, or going on about Haiti, but it seems to be that not too many people are actually listening to Nwita. Haiti people are saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we checked out a little bit on that. So, uh, of course, so, you know, Aki, what you think about that situation down there, you know? Yeah, my, I mean, what I was really trying to get or garner from our study, you know what I'm saying, our, our you know, pre-production meeting and, and analysis of, of what we can come across online about this, uh, I was really looking for, like, you know, what, what are the Haitian people saying and what are they wanting, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, uh, because I've been hearing about the problem with gangs there, 
But, you know, it's, it's quite possible I, I could have been hearing a one-sided thing from Western media, a Western media that is, you know, wed to an imperialist machine Yeah. that wants to paint a certain narrative, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, so uh, from from what I've seen, though, you know, we, we heard from uh, uh, Mamra Prosper, uh, the community movement builders uh, mm-hmm. organizer that was on Democracy Now!, and uh, and other and, and a few other folks, but uh, what they what they were saying was, what the Haitian people are wary of UN involvement mm-hmm. because they know they they know what the UN has done there before. Yeah, and that that includes the last the most recent time the UN sent a force to Haiti. I think it was in like within the past ten years. Yeah, there was a cholera outbreak that killed ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Possibly or, or partially due to the UN so-called peacekeepers taking shits in the drinking water. Yeah, uh, they, it was a claim that I mean I don't want to say this is true, but they had placed it on some of the UN peacekeepers from India mm. that came in and did that. Um, not that, that's just a rumor, not sure, but you know, and uh, and also there's been uh, more established. Uh, rumors or, or uh, you know, uh, issues that came up with sexual assaults yeah. from the UN on the Haitian people, yeah. including against children, yeah. you know, uh, women, boys, and girls. Well, it's also, that includes um, also illegitimate childbirths. Mm-hmm. UN soldiers coming over, making babies, leaving, you know, when their time is up and going, and now you have, they, they've been talking about a large influx, even though Haiti has had a, always had a large population. Um, of single, you know, parents. Um, so from from both political activists and even uh, gang leaders, so-called gang leaders, maybe community armed group leaders. Mm. You know, we heard that the the UN forces that come in come in there, they don't even, they're not even doing much about the problematic gangs. Yeah, they're mainly protecting the multinational investments in industries. Including some of which is precious metals like iridium, yeah, which is a growing industry in Haiti, you yeah. know, which we know is important to electronic devices, yeah. So, uh, so from all we're hearing, you know, the Haitian people are very wary of UN involvement. Uh, now we 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 heard the U.S. Congresswoman. I I don't think I wrote down her name, but she, you know, she's on the the Haitian task force. For the, uh, and, you know, she was saying that this is the first time that we're involving more of the Haitian diaspora, the Haitian people and the decision making yeah. uh, that's going into this uh, this next operation, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she was saying, you know, uh, that you know, the, uh, I guess the Kenyan force would be different than previous forces. And she, she was also saying uh, that she supported a transitional government. And this is also a thing that all the Haitians that we saw speak on it yeah. was, was uh, supporting. They don't like the current prime minister there. I'm going to fuck up his name, but Prime Minister uh, Ariel Henry. Yeah. Uh, nobody besides, you know, his gang unit and yeah. the most elite and most corrupt is supportive of him. So we saw, uh, you know, political activists, regular people, and even... Uh, uh, gang leaders like uh, what Jimmy Barbecue, hmm. you, uh, <laughs> Barbecue, Jimmy Barbecue, Jimmy Barbecue is the most uh, interviewed 
Haitian gang leader out there. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if, if you search it up. He known in the streets. But he also doesn't claim to be a, a gang. He's a former police officer. Yeah. Uh, that now is called a gang uh, leader. And I think also has a reputation of vicious violence. Yeah. If that's to be believed, mm-hmm. I think he denies it. But, uh, but you know, anyways, you know, he's also calling for, you know, we want the prime minister out of there. And now he might fashion himself a politician. We don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's gonna be inter- it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. But the biggest thing that you know we need to be supportive and pushing for is Haitian self determination. You know, uh, any help that they get against the the vicious and and brutal gangs, the oppressive gangs that's there, mm-hmm. shouldn't come with them giving up more control for another. You know. Generation. I, I mean, to that's Western a, power. That's the thing, though. You know, Haiti is always it got a dark history. Um, it got a real bad history with other places. Uh, it being the first um, black nation here in the West, actually the first black nation to form here in the West. Um, and this was slaves who broke free and did this. Um, being exploited by France. And we should make note of that, that they are still economically exploited by France. Mm-hmm. Still paying off debt from whooping they ass. You know what I'm saying? Whooping Napoleon's regime's ass. You know, um, they still being paid for that. Then you have the U.S. coming in. The U.S. came in. They gave them loans. Now they owe money to France and they owe money to the United States. You know, this country has dealt with a lot of different levels of exploitation and also um, the uh, politically politically, uh, pretty much disarming them, pretty much politically destabilizing them by putting in puppet regimes, leaders, and things of that such nature. So they've been dealing with this for a long time. Um, that's currently what's going on right now. Right. A, you know, a corrupt political leader in place. He's pretty much backed, as you said, by the elites and the military. He has the military behind him, the law enforcement behind him. And then you got that second force that's there. That's what they call in the gangs. But pretty much all of the gangs probably, but pretty much probably started up to fill that void that the that the actual government and law enforcement was not doing because if there is a vicious gang that's exploiting people right next door to your right the next neighborhood over yeah your neighborhood's going to need an armed group mm-hmm. to protect itself yeah. from that vicious gang i mean and, and, and that that is what we're seeing in Haiti a lot you know yeah and that's how they did through this destabilizing of the governments or the government in Haiti by foreign powers, um, working with corrupt powers within. You now you got this situation where you have these uh, former, whether they corrupt police officers or non-corrupt police officers, they're melting into these gangs, or the gang members are able to join the police force now. Then, like you say, you in one hood over here, this gang acting the fool. Y'all gonna form an armed defense squad to deal with them. In that type of warfare, war crimes happen. And then you get accused of uh, being a, 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 a war criminal and things of that such nature. When in actuality, this is something that's being set up and conducted by outside forces. 
you know and then you know even after you have that those two elements of the corrupt government and the gangs now you got the outside elements coming you got the un um you got uh france still lurking around and then you got the u.s you know so all of them are offering well i won't say france and uh, i won't say france but the u.n and the united states are offering aid to them now but like you said they don't want that aid because that aid comes with another level of exploitation and entryway into their country you know what i'm saying they've all we've already went over the, the different levels of um, exploitation and crimes that they commit when they come through there. And like they said, they're going to protect their own interests. They're going to come over there and protect the mines. They're going to protect the businesses. They're going to protect those things like that. They're not going to come over there and actually be about the people. You know. And, I mean, some of the people and some of the gangs said that if, if, the, if a foreign force comes over here and tries to commit violence in the neighborhoods, it's going to be warfare. The people are going to rise up against the foreign force yeah like so there, there's a lot of hesitation and just straight out rejection of that type of uh help i mean it, it, we got to be real like when the when the haitian revolution happened that was a unity of various different forces coming together slaves on the plantation the free um slaves which wasn't always rich but they wasn't slaves then you had the other aspect of the elite you know what I'm saying? Mulatto class. You know what I'm saying? Who got involved? These were three elements, and none of them liked each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They would, if you read, the, they they argue with each other all the time. So this is something, like like you know, with us here, you know, black people here in North America, we didn't had those issues too, of getting into it with each other, and times when we need to be sticking together. Um, the question is, is like, how do you, you know? The people want a legitimate government. Mm. The people want a stable government. So now, now the question becomes like, though, how do you establish that when, like, you got, one, you got to be able to get the gangs and them to sit down at the table. So you got to find somebody they're going to be willing to sit down at the table with. I mean, and that that's with the idea that the UN goes in there and lets the gangs at the table, lets some of the gangs leaders... Mm -hmm come to the table because technically if like if they brought the outside force in the outside force is supposed to be protecting the essentials of communities and nations so the people need to have access to food they need to have access to water you know they need to have access to health those are the things that you come in and you secure you know and then you also uh also add a level of security maybe to the process of what they would call democratic elections. But you can't back no candidates. None of the foreign powers can back any candidates. If you ain't a citizen of this bitch, you ain't here. And it, it, it would seem to me, and we'll see what you think about this, Aki, that any successful foreign aid, foreign force there would, ha would necessarily have to s seek out certain armed community groups that are already doing some of that protection work. Yeah. To work alongside yeah. or else it's going to be conflict. Yeah. And I mean, that's going to bring conflict because, say for instance, you meet groups that do want to get with something like that and they want to help, you know what I'm saying, and securing at least 
you know what I'm saying? You know, any some some type of democratic process and stuff like that. Those people coming in dealing with you, and then you got other groups out there who don't even want to deal with you because you're an outside party. Now they look at you as the end, you know what I'm saying? So you have this type of thing playing on. And, you know, sad to say, when you're talking about, um, there's always a level of power. Even when you want power for righteousness, there's always a certain level of power. You know what I'm saying? That people are striving for. And when you're in a situation where you may have to, you know, take that power by force. And, and, and you know, we try not to get there. You know what I'm saying? But when you bring in an outside force, what, the question is now, what are you going to do with them? Because what about the elements that, ain't, that don't like you there? Right. I, you know, I think a big deciding factor on how that foreign force is received is going to be this question of, are they going to be there and help further legitimize the prime minister that so mm-hmm. many people hate? Yeah. Or are they going to be there supportive of a transitional government I think if they're there to I know we know for sure if they're there if the foreign force gets there and they are helping realize what Haitians want a transitional government that people are are buying into then it's going to be warfare because the the prime minister in power like we said is connected to the gangs he's connected to uh, for instance, I, I, didn't they say that he's the president of the police force as well? Yeah. Uh, so he he has a top position for the Haitian police force. Well, so, I mean, yeah, he could use the gangs at his will. Mm-hmm. He probably uses the gangs and or certain ones that he knows and, and, and has established relationships with to do his dirty work. Because he's pretty much, um, there's no parliament. There's no, there's no actual, like, there's no legislative or judicial type system going on like over there right now they said there's not a single elected person in power right now yeah so you know what i'm saying you don't have the, any type of infrastructure like that and that's probably what they would have to do if they came in there they would have to probably establish they would have to d- depose him sad said may have to go on the interim type government system and then ho- host elections you know what I'm saying? Legitimate elections by the people. Let the people promote who they want to run their country. Um, and then, like you said, you still have the because um, hell, when we what was it? We say was what? It's what? Ten million people on that island? Uh, it's in the million. I know it's, it's, it's millions. I and they only got like ten thousand police officers. Yeah, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, maybe if you... Yeah, 11.4 million. 11.4 million, you only got 10,000 police officers. I guarantee you it's over 6,000 gang members. I can say that. It's probably over 6,000 gang members. That's just in Port-au-Prince. So, like, you know, it could be a transition moment um, where you could transition... Uh, some of those gang members who have not been so corrupted or those defense forces that weren't corrupt and were just operating in a defensive manner of their community into some form of law enforcement because right now the law enforcement you got can't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of those, uh, you know, sketchy roads. You know, um, but Haiti is, I, I always hold Haiti, you know, sort of important to us, you know what I'm saying? Because, 
in the West, it was the first, it was one of the main symbols that let us know that liberation could be had in a nation state, nationhood type of manner, you know. And so um, we can see what, what the repercussions of that has brought, you know, on, the con on, on, on that piece of land right there. That used to be one of the richest pieces of real estate on the planet at one point in time. Number one sugar producer in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, just looking at what it's going through right now, it's been going through this shit for a long time. A long time. You know, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. According to Wikipedia, take, take this as you will, there are three total, like, belligerent groups involved mm -hmm. in the Haitian, I guess, civil war, for lack of a better word. Yeah. It's the G9 Alliance and its supporters, you know, led by Jimmy Barbecue, Shelazaire. I know I'm mm -hmm. messing his name up. There's the G-Pep Alliance and the 400 Mawazo Gang, and that's led by Gabriel uh, Sean Pierre. And then there's the Haitian Security Forces led by the Prime Minister Ariel Henry. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that really encompasses the problem. But from what we've seen, definitely the G9 that did seem like a, a pretty important gang. But even at the same time, it seemed like he was right up next to yeah. opposing gangs. Like this stuff was really blocked. It was like block. yeah, it was like right across the wall. Right. And so you you never know. Some sometimes some of this stuff is just we get a different picture from Western media and uh, than what's really going down. And we got to remember too, when you, if you look at Port-au-Prince and see photos of it, it looks sort of like, it's close quartered like a barrio. I mean, it's not quite a barrio, but it's very close quartered. And so, it's a whole city, but it's broken up in the neighborhoods. So yeah, you get towards the borders of those neighborhoods, you right across the wall from them. They right there, you know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes you can relate it to the, um, you know, you look in the U.S., most of the gangs in the U.S. was started as neighborhood defense groups to resist other gangs or other groups who was wanting to come in and have influence in their neighborhood. Um, I could see it forming in that manner over there some, in some cases, but I think it's also a little bit of that, you know, there was no stability with the government. You know what I'm saying? You pretty much got a dictator in office and the military is doing their bidding. So, you know, and the elite is, you know, staying in their fancy neighborhoods. You only need 10,000 police because you got 10,000 police to protect the elite class. You know, very tricky situation, Ike. It definitely is. It definitely is. One we're going to keep our eye on, you know. And uh, like we said, just keep pushing for, you know, self-determination of the Haitian people. And, uh, you know, as peaceful, as peaceful a resolution for, for the Haitian people as possible, even though we know that there might got to be some, you know, rising up. Some yeah. radical moves against, you know, the West and the Western puppets that's there. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, because uh, we saw, like, just for instance, we saw the U.S. Congresswoman say this Kenyan force going in there will help a transitional government. But then we saw a lot of people 
on the other side, you know, political activists saying like, no, we see that that force coming in there helping prop up the prime minister. Yeah. So, like I said, I think that's going to be a deciding factor. And, uh, you know, that that vote has passed. So I, I don't see really what's going to stop. And I mean, Kenya has already sent in uh, an expeditionary force or a, recon- a reconnaissance force mm-hmm. into Haiti. Yeah. So, you know, they're prepping the way for, you know, them a, a thousand, you know, Kenyans to get there. You know, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Although we know what we fear. You know, it's simple, man. Black people, man, we got to get our shit together. Understand, we ain't got no friends in this motherfucker. You know, um, as Garvey said, when it's the day come when we got a, a black nation that's strong enough to garner enough respect where we can tell them to keep your hands off our people, you know, that's what that's what's going to happen. Sometimes that leader may come from within the country. It may not be no African super state. It may just be you, you know. And when they did have a leader like that that gave them hope, you know, the outside forces, <laughs> i.e. UN, US, maybe some other governments, France, got rid of them. Assassinated them. You know, typical colonial tactics. We have recently seen the people of Haiti rise up against uh the unjust rule of the gang some uh in some ways. Yeah. I think it's a movement called like Bra Bois Quali or mm-hmm. Bois Kali. Yeah. Where you've seen uh them have mass marches against uh the the oppressive gangs even to the point where they're killing the people the people mm-hmm. take to the streets and and kill the gang members in the streets yeah. for what they've done to the community so uh that's some movement you know what i'm saying now uh i wonder what role that will play in in the events to come i say this i think that could play a big movement because that's going to put gang members against their family Mm. How much are you really about your game? When your mama, aunts, nephews, and whoever else is out in the street marching down the street towards your set, saying y'all need to chill. Mm. Are you gonna listen to your your leader and tell you to fire in the squad? Or are you gonna go that route? Yeah. That's a quick way to have a division in your whole camp. Cause motherfuckers gonna see you for what you are. Mm-hmm. Tyrant. You know? So, um, that may be a movement that may be des- that just needed too. I that, mean, hell, that may be some shit that could work here. That might be the deciding factor in the, you know, parsing out which gangs are oppressive, which one are really for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because I'm sure some of these community armed groups or gang- slash gangs are going to side with the people mm-hmm. in that event. Some of them <laughs> don't even have that option because of what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, you know, man, um, I say this, we're going to probably close this on out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just wanted to touch on that for a minute. You know, we've talked about Haiti a couple of times. but um, So that's why we didn't go too much into the history of it. But as usual, you know, we wanted to touch on, touch on the stuff that was recent and uh, things that was popping um, as of recently with Haiti. You know, there's been a lot of talk around it. Everybody been mentioning Haiti in their mouth and things of that such nature. So... You know, say so we figure we'll speak on it. Get y'all a little heat, something to think on, and something to contemplate. Yes, sir. All right, till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.